this is makeup for this past Friday because makeup. Yeah, because makeup. Yeah. Because we wanted to. Yeah. It's a. And because we do these whenever the hell we want to. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Exactly. Hey, yeah. how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Save the Planet. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hope you're doing Hi. okay. Yeah. I, I'm Keith. That's Mr. J Bomb. Hello. Hello. Officially Hi. endorsed by Mountain Artist Democracy. Go mad. Go mad. It is 11:30 here as of we're recording this. I have yeah. taken sleep medicine about an hour ago. So Oh shit. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. I was I almost no, I, you did not tell me that. I did because before I messaged you, I was I took that because I was per so on this day was my cousin Maylie's the the Duchess of Mad. The Duchess of her birthday today. She's three years old. How cute. And I I've seen down- I seen the videos you posted with the little piano thing, like mm-hmm. like from the old movie Big. Mm-hmm. And you you were kicking ass on that little piano, dude. Yeah, dude. Mary had a little lamb. You almost got every note right. Almost. Almost. I got the last one wrong. Yeah, you fucked up at the end. Yeah, it's okay though. I got most of it right. Yeah, you got most of it right. And and hey, Maylee gave you a thumbs up. So she did, and it made me that's really a happy. fucking win. Yeah, that's a win, dude. That's a win. For sure, dude. <laughs> so I was perfectly content with that being the day because I didn't have a bad day at work. It was pretty normal. Before then, I got some stuff done before I went to work, so it was pretty productive as well. So I was pretty happy with how the day had went at that point. And I was just thinking like, okay, time for sleep. So I went and ate a couple of my uh, sleep gummies. All my stuff is gummies, by the way. Because <laughs> I'm a little baby. Google baby. You're like one of my kids, man. My kids love gummies, but yeah. not those kind of gummies. No. Well, these are, these are adult sleep aids. Yeah. These are so, grown-up gummies. Yeah. So I ate those, and I'm like, and they're really effective, too, after a couple hours. No. So I just offshot that thought because it was like 10 30 i was like i wonder if j-bomb would want to do a podcast tonight because i mentioned it to you earlier and i almost completely forgot because of how much fun i was having with maylee and skinner and char i was like yeah at least make sure let's see because if it's too late then he'll just tell me let's just do it tomorrow i'll be uh-huh. fine and i'll just apologize because where i was with skinner and them all evening yeah so i end up messaging you're like yeah let's do one i was like yeah. what time do you have to get up Whenever, so whenever the hell I want to. When the fuck do you work? Well, see, that's the thing about my job, dude. With my job, I have a certain amount of stops I have to do that day. Mm-hmm. During the winter, that's cutting like half. Yeah, but you've mentioned um, that a couple times. Yeah, so like I don't have a start time. As long as I have my tickets for that day already, which I have my tickets for this entire week already. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as I have my tickets, I can start my day whenever the fuck I want to. Um, See, I was never aware of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as I have my tickets and I don't have to check in at the office the next morning, then I can start whenever the hell I want to. I, I may have to work later, but during this time of year, I don't have to. Because like you tomorrow, usually only have a couple stops compared to yeah. what you have in the summer. Yeah, and like tomorrow I'm doing 10 stops. And that's going to cover me for the next three days. 
Wow. Okay. So once yeah. you get those 10 stops complete, you're basically <laughs> done for the week. I'm done till Friday. Nice. Okay. So yeah. you're going to, you're going to try to get all those done in one day. I'm going to get them all done in one day. And then I'm going to try to do Fridays and Mondays the day after. And then I'm just going to take the rest of the month off. <laughs> God damn, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, I love my job. <laughs> that's pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's badass. I love it. So, because I was just curious, I was like, "What are you talking about? What do you mean <laughs> you don't? Whenever? Yeah, whenever, man. Like this morning. Um, this morning, I was like, I'm gonna get up about nine, and I'm gonna get ready. And nine o'clock hit, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna sleep a little longer. So I got up at <laughs> I got up at ten. I took a shower. I took off my trash. I finally started on my route about 11 o'clock. I was done by one. Uh, and I came home. That's sick as fuck. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. so sick. I wish my yeah. job was like that, but that's kind of hard to do radio like that. Now, now, I will say this only it's only like this in the fall and the winter. Yeah, you can get away with it in the lighter months. But whenever yeah. it comes to spring and summer, you're booked. Dude, once spring kicks in and all my residentials start back up, yep. I'm going to be so fucking busy. I'm not going to be able to do shit. I'm just going <laughs> to be working. Like, I work my ass off during the spring and the summer. But during the fall and winter, shit, it's easy as hell, dude. Like, hey. I'm one of those guys that actually cannot wait till fall and winter. And, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm a big Halloween fan, so I'm always looking forward to fall. Um but yeah, fall and winter is now my favorite time of the year with this company. I've been with this company for so six little. years. Yeah, I've been with this company for six years. I've already got to the point where I'm like, damn it, why ain't it winter yet? You know, <laughs> you know bring on Son some snow, some bitch. freezing temperatures, so I don't got to do as much work. You know, Son of a bitch. Yeah. You either get good temperatures or, or warm temperatures and do your work thin, or you get cold, but you don't have to do as much, much work. It's a, it's a seesaw, man. What the I fuck? Mean, it's a seesaw, dude, because, I mean, I love my summers here. I mean, you've seen my place. I got a pool. Yes. I got a trampoline. I got a swing set. You know, bands come here and play during the spring and summer. So, like, that's the plus side to my spring and summer. Mm -hmm. But I have to work more. So. Yeah. I, it makes those know, summer, get... summer fun events, though, that much more fun. Oh, the summer is a blast, but... Half the time I'm so fucking exhausted I don't enjoy it. But then you know, fall and winter I ain't doing a damn thing at work, and I'm not getting to do a damn thing outside either. So. Yeah, you can't have fun because it's too damn cold. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 a it's a double sided blade if you if you know what I'm saying. Double edged sword. Yeah, whatever you want to say. I got you. Yeah. Well, speaking of um stuff that you do there at the old uh bomb shelter ah, not yes. thi not this weekend but last weekend you all had a mad members meeting an od crew meeting oh yeah that dude that was great oh my god i'm did you see the pictures i yeah how did yeah. i how could i not you had so there many was, people dude, there. we had one hell of a turnout i mean it was probably around 40 people that came here for that wow yeah, it was because uh, I mean that picture too. Yeah, that picture I posted of us all together—that wasn't everybody. 
like Gomez had to leave so Morticia could come here. Mm-hmm. And then there was still a, a few people that showed up after that. Um, it was wild. Um, it was probably the best turnout we've had here in, in quite some time. That's it. And, and we had a blast. Like, you know, my profile picture right now is a big group hug of like six or seven of us, just like big giant group hug. Uh, it was, it was awesome, dude. And still yeah. some people got sick and some people couldn't hang. Uh, um, you know, as per usual at an OD. Yeah, meeting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal OD shit. You know, some people just can't hang. Listen, but, I mean, also that night we promoted somebody. Um, that was also like the first official meeting of me as national captain. So that was that was a pretty hot topic that night. And it was it was just a blast, dude. You had so many people come into the group chat the next day. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we brought in six prospects that night. I was like, what the fuck? Who are you people? We got two more to come. We got what? two more coming. Yeah. We're just trying to iron out who their sponsors are going to be, but we're bringing in two more. Lord have mercy, dude. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. Good is grief. That's the one thing I wish that hillbilly crew your crew would, would get in their head is if they'd have more meetings and allow more members to bring friends with them how quickly they would grow hey listen to this man he's the captain and that's what i'm saying is if you if you have your monthly meetings in your crew and you let your crew members bring friends or family members or whatever and they are around that and they see how cool it is they're like, hey, I want to be a part of this. And bam, you grow. 40 fucking people. Holy shit. Yeah, we have 40 fucking people here. Dude. Six was... six new members plus two more coming. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. I, and you've seen my house. Imagine 40 people crammed into it. There was well, people you, on the porch. There were places outside, too. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people just because, I mean... You get 40 people in a house my size. Yeah. You can you can go ahead and turn the fucking heat off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the hot air of people talking and the body heat, you don't need it. You're good. Did you so have anybody got... down the basement in the bomb shelter itself? No, nah, nobody went to the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it got to the point where everybody talking so much, I had to turn the heat off and open the fucking door. <laughs> and when I opened the door, there was... You know, 10, 15 people standing on the porch talking shit. Just and full. Your house so full. Oh, yeah. It was it was packed, dude. And in, in May, when we have um, Push the Attack and Forever Yours playing here, I can only imagine how crazy it's going to be then. I have to try to come to that. I cannot I, I would, not come. Yeah, now Villains Over Heroes dropped out. Mm. Um, they're going through some problems. I don't even know if they're going to still be a band. Um, their their lead vocalist um, slash bass player is now the new bass player for Dying Oath. Hmm. Um, so I'm guessing she has a hard time juggling both bands. Mm-hmm. So I think Villain Over Heroes is kind of taking a back seat right now. I could be wrong, um, but that's the way it looks. Um, she messaged me, and she not only dropped out of the club, but she dropped out of the show as well. Hey, shit happens, man. People drop out for unfortunate reasons. No, yeah. I mean, friends are friends, club are club. That They are yeah. completely fucking different. Yeah, I yeah. still love her to death. She's she's an awesome, awesome lady, and she's actually a pit bull breeder, so that makes me like her even more. 
Um, yeah, she, she breeds some of the most beautiful pit bulls I've ever seen in my fucking life. Um, that's cool. So yeah, she's, she's still great, you know, and like I said, friends are friends and club are club. Right. I've got plenty of friends that ain't club and that's cool with me. Always good to have friends outside the club. Cause if you just have friends inside the club, that's all you got. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, captain obvious over here. I know, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say? I guess I'd be captain obvious. (laughs) Well, on another note, (laughs) 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 Hey man, I was looking up some stuff for topics or whatnot to do for this show. Mm-hmm. And you know, this show doesn't do a lot of topics recently. Mm-hmm. Or I think last time we did the podcast, it was the first time I actually had topics wrote up on the thing, and we still kind of like loosely based the episode on that because you know yeah. you and I just work so well together. Yeah, we 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 always do. I was doing some research and I found something really interesting that we could talk about here. Bring it on. What you got? So we're metalheads, am I right? Indeed. Yes. Oh yes. So you, which by the way, before you get started, Mm -hmm. my lieutenant turtle got to meet Corey Taylor this past weekend. Oh, lucky bastard! Yeah, I want to punch him in his fucking face. That's so cool. Yeah, he's got pictures of him with Corey Taylor, and he went down there with a Slipknot mask, and Corey Taylor signed it for him. Of course, he did. And I just want to swallow his fucking soul now. <laughs> um, but anyway, continue. So I was just looking up some stuff and I found some metal albums that are turning 50 this year. Turning 50? 50. 50, yes. Okay. So that would make these albums come out in the 70s? Yeah. No. Yes. 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 70s. Yes. In the 70s. So you want to know a couple of them here that are turning 50 years old in 2022? Sure. Yeah, dude. Some classics. This is from Loudwire, by the way. Uh, Alice Cooper schools out. Uh, okay. I believe that because I'm, I'm a huge, uh, a huge uh, dazed and confused fan. Mm hmm. And that movie took place in the 70s, so I already knew that one. Key tracks include Schools Out, Looney Tune, and Gutter Cat versus the Jets. Gotta love Alice Cooper. I only honestly, dude, I only know that for Schools Out because of Guitar Hero. That's shows my youth. I think. I mean, uh, when I think Alice Cooper, I think of Schools Out. Um, I also think of Feed My Frankenstein, mm-hmm. which mostly makes me think of um, the Wayne's World movie. <laughs> Wayne's World, oh yeah, yeah, party time, excellent. <laughs> I don't even know if you was alive when that movie was. No, made. was not. You was not. Okay, no, I was not. <laughs> Shit, damn, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, Okie dokie. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm almost thirty. So. And um, if I'm almost thirty, you're old as fuck. <laughs> I'm crawling up. Uh, July will be thirty-seven. So. Oh, you're getting close. Yeah, I'm getting You're getting there. close. When's that midlife crisis going to be hidden? I don't know, uh, but <laughs> I, hope, I hope I hope when it happens, I buy a motorcycle. Dude, yes, that'd be <laughs> fucking sick. That'd be so sick. You buy, you with a motorcycle? Yeah. yeah be a little Hot Wheels car? 
I look I look like the Undertaker. I look like a mini Undertaker, you know. Like <laughs> I was making a if, short joke, but it kind of went over your head like a lot of Well, things. no, I was actually about to emphasize on it and be like, you know, that'd be like if Hornswoggle dressed up like the Undertaker. <laughs> and, All right, you know. made it better. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, Black Sabbath Volume 4 is also 50. I like some Sabbath. Yeah. Key tracks include Changes, Snowblind, and Cornucopia. Now, see, like, I looked up, um, I think it was, it was either 20 or 30 years ago um, this year was uh, Pantera's Walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vulgar Display of Power album came out from Pantera, and that made me feel old. I was like, what? <laughs> really? You know? Yeah, dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, if... If you look back on anything, as far as music-wise, as far as what people really like, most of it's old as shit now. Well, yeah. Like, I, I turned on the classic rock station, and I heard, um, what was it? It was Metallica. Uh, it was won by Metallica on the classic rock station down here. And mm. I, I will go ahead and say that our radio stations down here fucking suck. Well, you know. They're not like the radio stations where you're at, where you can actually find some good shit. Mm-hmm. Down here, there's no good shit. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Down here, it's down here, it's pop, it's country, and it's classic rock. That's good. Ca- that's that's how we are. Well, I mean, I've been up there and I've heard a couple of metal songs. Well, rock one, yeah, one of the rock stations sometimes does. Now, like if you go over towards like Roanoke, Virginia. Yeah. Dude, it's awesome. Their radio station's great. Yeah, I, remember, radio- I remember driving yeah. through Maryland, and I guess maybe that's, I don't know. I, my geography's really fucked up right now. Uh, mm. But I know through Maryland, they had some really good radio stations when it comes to rock and stuff, too. Yeah, now, like, if you get towards, like, Roanoke, mm-hmm. um, there's ROV, uh, which is Rock of Virginia, and then there's another one. I can't remember what it was called. But, dude, like, you get close to Roanoke, you're in, like, Motionless and White, uh, Slipknot, and I'm what like, in the world? That's sick. I want to live there. You yeah. Know? Um, Bob Rocks but, was one that was either in Maryland or closer to somewhere in Pennsylvania. But I just remember uh, that because for the longest time we had to hear Bob Rocks because we, <laughs> we, we weren't wanting to listen to Spotify particularly because I don't think I ever really yeah. had it. But yeah, like. So we just listened to the radio, and I just remember that Bob Rocks thing. I was like, fuck, I wish Bob rocked here. Now, see, like, I live in an area where it's so oh, ass backwards. Like, I, there is no good music on the radio yeah. stations here. Yeah. When I when I accidentally turned it to the classic rock station here, and I heard one by Metallica, I was like, for one, holy fuck, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> That's now classic, J-Bomb. Yeah. Can you believe that shit? Dude, we're getting to the point where like Godsmack is about to be classic rock. You don't say that. How dare you say that? Godsmack's like 20 years old now. How dare you say that to me? Slipknot is about to be 20 years old now. Quit it. Yeah. Breaking Benjamin is getting up there. Quit it. When when was Breaking Benjamin's first album out? 2002, I think. 2004. No, 2004. Okay, so that's eight years old, uh, 18 years old. I was going to say eight years old. No. <laughs> 18. Yeah, 18 yes. years. 18 years Breaking Benjamin's been around. I that's have to look this up. Just considered like classic rock now. 
That's crazy. I don't like yeah, that. I don't either. I don't it's like that making at all. me realize how fucking old I am. <laughs> Let me like, see here. What? I have yeah. to know. 2002. 2002. I so 20 Satur- years ago. I thought Saturate was tw- 2002, but that was 2004 was We Are Not Alone. Okay. Yeah. So Saturate was 2002. It was. So that's 20 years ago. Polyamorous is a 20 year old song. Holy fucking shit. That's fucking crazy. God damn it. Why did I have now, to bring that, that same, up? Was that the same album that had So Cold on it? No, So Cold was a 2004 one. We Are Not Alone. That was after Polyamorous? That was after Polyamorous. Oh, I thought So Cold was first. So Cold is the same album that Firefly's on. I like Firefly. Mm-hmm. I, that's actually my daughter's nickname. So Firefly has a thing for me. Nice. Yeah. Hey, a couple more, a couple more albums here that are turning 50. Pink Floyd, Obscured by Clouds. I believe that. Yeah. Pink Key Floyd tracks, was way around before I came around. Key tracks include Burning Bridges, Obscured by Clouds, and What's of the Deal? Nice. Spe- side note, this album was a year before The Dark Side of the Moon. Wow. Yeah, it, this came out just one year prior to that famous Prism album looking one where, you know, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, dude, dude, I didn't even realize like that was a Pink Floyd album until recently, but I always knew about that album cover. But you didn't know it was by Pink Floyd. I didn't 100% know it was by Pink Floyd, no. Gotcha. I mean, I understand. Yeah. 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 That, that, that logo just... You don't see the band, you just see that logo. Yeah, like whenever I see that prism, I'm just like, yeah, that's classic rock right there. Yeah, yeah. That's the dark side of the moon. Yeah. The Doors, Full Circle. Key tracks. I'm a big big fan of The Doors. Key tracks include Get Up and Dance, The Mosquito, and The Piano Bird. I I like some Doors. Jim Morrison was a weird, twisted fuck, but Damn it if the doors couldn't make some good fucking music. Yeah, dude. Did like, you ever watch the did you ever watch the doors movie? No, I'm not 100 percent interested in uh the doors. The only song that I like is the remix version of Riders on a Storm, just because Snoop Dogg, uh, I think, makes it a lot better. That was cool. Mm-hmm. But like for the Doors movie, uh Val Kilmer plays Jim Morrison. Mm-hmm. And they say that Val Kilmer trained for like a year to get his voice to sound like Jim Morrison to the point that when he came in and auditioned for the movie, that the actual band could not figure out which one was Jim Morrison and which one was Val Kilmer. No shit. Yeah. Like he, he went full fucking on Jim Morrison. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. That's 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 an actor dedicated right there. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's, that's badass. (laughs) Two more here, the Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street, including Tumbling Dice, Sweet Virginia, and Rocks Off. I wasn't a big, I wasn't a big Stones fan. I, I think I liked maybe two or three songs by the Stones. I've never they really they were never really my thing. I've never really heard of the Rolling Stones. Like, obviously, I know what who the Rolling Stones are, but yeah, I don't listen to their music. I don't care. There, there is a couple of songs that like I really, actually, genuinely, really like, um, but not many. Um, so yeah, Rolling Stones kind of take a backseat on me. 
Just like I also I'm one of those unpopular opinion assholes. And when I said it on Facebook a couple of years ago, you would have thought I started World War fucking three. <laughs> um, I'm I don't like the Beatles. I can see that honestly. I'm not I don't a, like the Beatles. I'm not a huge Beatle fan either. Super overrated. Yeah. And I mean, I understand people's point about music wouldn't be where it is right now if it wasn't for the Beatles. I understand that point. That doesn't mean I have to like the Beatles. Yeah, excellent point. Like people, it makes sense, but it's like you like what you like. And if you don't like the Beatles, kind of makes sense. I think I just really don't like Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. It's just, it's just uh, it, it, like you ever watch Step Brothers? Yes, I have. Well, bits and pieces. Well, no, no, I'm thinking Anchorman. Never mind. Anchorman. Bits uh, and pieces. It's just something about his face. I don't like his face. He needs to change his face. <laughs> I really don't like Paul McCartney. Just the man can't face, change Paul his face, J Bomb. Well, uh, then I don't like him. He, if he can't change his face, I just don't like him. The face just drives me crazy. And and plus all the whole Yoko Ono and John Lennon shit. You know, that that was enough to really make me not like the Beatles. You're a son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, sue me. Uh, you won't get much. <laughs> and one more ZZ Top Rio Grande mud, including just got paid, sure got cold after the rain fell, and Francine. You just brought up the best one out of all of them. Really? Dude, I fucking love ZZ Top. I am different to ZZ Top. I love ZZ Top, dude. Just, I don't even know how to describe how ZZ Top is, but I mean, you play some Lagrange or Sharp Dress Man, and I'm a happy son of a bitch. I think that's why I don't like him because I don't really care for Sharp Dress Man that much. Sharp Dress Man is actually one of my least favorite songs by them. But like, if you've ever yeah, listened, I can see to, it. if you've ever listened to Lagrange, oh mm-hmm. shit. Lagrange was the shit. So, so yeah, I, I dig my ZZ Top. I do. They're, they they made a lot of good tracks. Remind me and I'll check it out. But it's not like a high priority on my list. It's got one of the greatest guitar riffs, and and the drummer is insane in it. I, I'll send you a copy of it when I when I think about it. Or just remind me of the of the song. So I'll just look it up on Spotify. Yeah, that, I'll do that. Yeah. So those were just a, a couple or a few bands that are tur- or their whose albums are turning fifty this year. No. They have they have this on this list too. So I'll just quickly, real quick, just name out a couple of them that are turning forty. Uh, Alice Cooper, Zipper Catches Skin, Anvil, Metal on Metal, um, Billy Idol, self and self titled. Um, I just that saw was it. the White Wedding album, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Iron Maiden, The Number of the Beast. That was a good album. Uh, Kansas, Final Confessions. I like some Kansas. I might get a little old school there, but I like some Kansas. Kiss, Creatures of the Night. Never was a big Kiss fan. And I know, like, anybody listening right now is probably like, you know what? I don't like J-Bomb anymore. (laughs) I was not a big Kiss fan. I mean, Way to turn off our two listeners. Now, I will say, as far as KISS goes, if it wasn't for KISS, you wouldn't have bands like Motionless and White. You wouldn't have Ghost. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have Rob Zombie. 
if it wasn't for Kiss, you wouldn't have that. So I will give Kiss their due. But I just never was a big fan of Kiss. Like I said earlier, you like what you like. Yeah, I mean, that, that did make a, cool, a couple of cool songs. You know, Detroit Rock City and shit, you know, but I just it wasn't it wasn't really my thing. I don't know. Motorhead Iron Fist. Motorhead, if you got a problem with Motorhead, you can go to hell. Queen Hot Space. I love Queen. Rush Signals. Rush is good. Sammy That's a good Hagar, album too. Sammy Hager, three lock door, three lock box. Sammy Hagar was all right. He was okay. Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. If you don't like Eye of the Tiger, then you're not American. You know? And the last one I'll mention is Twisted Sister Under the Blade. I like there, Twisted Sister. There are there are plenty more. Well, out hell, I mean, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and mention this one too. Van Halen Diver Down. Now, I mean, you bring up Twisted Sister. Um, Twisted Sisters, D. Snyder is actually a guy that is still involved in the metal scene today. Mm-hmm. So I love Twisted Sister and I love I love D. Snyder. D. Snyder's actually helped um, write a fucking couple of uh, Motionless and White songs. His son actually directed one of the Motionless and White videos. Motionless um, and White is just so good. Did you see the video for uh, Immaculate Misconception? I have not. Oh, dude, that, that video is trippy. If you're a religious person, don't watch it. Um, <laughs> There's your warning. Yeah, because they basically... Um, it, it, the video starts with the band coming into a venue and there's a bunch of religious people outside talking about, you know, God hates metal and shit like that. And a dude spits in his face. And then all of a sudden the video turns into their concert turns into these religious people storm the place and they crucify him. Ooh. But, like they put a barbed wire cross, uh, barbed wire crown on his head. Uh, they, they crucify him on stage I mean, it's it's fucking brutal, but actually one of the one of the guys that is whipping uh, whipping him with the cat and nine tails is actually D Snyder. And, no uh, shit. Yeah, and the video is directed by D Snyder's son. Oh, yeah, you'll have to check the video out. It's it's pretty fucking wicked. I'll have to. I think. I think yeah, I'll have to. The best part of the video is when they're going into the venue. And one of the guys holding up the signs like spits in, in the lead singer's face. And the first lines of the song is what the fuck? <laughs> so he just takes his glasses off and he just screams out, what the fuck? And then the song <laughs> fucking kicks in. <laughs> That's it's badass. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's, it's a cool video. I will but check like that I said, out. If you're, if, if you're slightly religious, don't watch this video. Uh, well, heck, I'm not religious at all, but even still, like sometimes stuff like that still makes me go, "Wow, really?" Oh, they the, now this video. I will say, I was raised religious, mm-hmm. and I will go ahead and say, with this video, they pushed every little barrier that they thought they could fucking push. <laughs> like if my dad saw that video, my dad would probably have a fucking seizure. Oh, <laughs> That's crazy. You the more yeah. you talk about, it, the more I just want to watch it and see how I would react to it. It's a it's a good video, dude. I mean, check it out. You you'll dig it. And it's a heavy ass song. It's a really good song. Um, so yeah, I, I've I've seen it live. So yeah, um, it's a good song. Great video. Definitely check it out. 
Unless you're religious. Right. Unless you're religious. Don't. Don't. Yeah. If you're religious and you check out this video and get pissed off at me, I gave you fair fucking warning. You did. You did. I did. I told you not to do it. Told you not to. I said, no, do it. Don't fucking do it. I told you not to do anything. I did. And it's recorded. I got proof. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you know who someone else who's fucking wicked? Who? Fucking Steve-O. Steve-O? From Jackass. Like Jackass Steve-O? Yeah, Yeah, Jackass Steve-O. And guess what? Why is he wicked? Because it's Steve-O. Have you seen some of the shit he's done? I mean, I've seen some of the crazy jackass shit. And I mentioned this, and I mentioned him because he's coming to West Virginia. Oh, is he? He's coming to the old WV. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. Is he going to do something stupid? Probably. It's on his bucket list tour. Oh, shit. Okay. You want to know the caveat, though? What's that? It's basically not in West Virginia at all. Oh, really? Which is why I wanted to bring this up, because... I got excited for a minute because I'm a huge fan of Jackass. Like Steve Steve-O, I think, is one of those celebrities now that if I ever saw him, I'd actually like have a freak out or whatever, which there's not many celebrities that I feel like I would. I think a couple of them are just like sports or inter- sports entertainment guys like Undertaker. If I'm if I ever see or meet the Undertaker, I think I'd like lose my shit. If I met the Undertaker, I'd probably piss myself. So, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. Dale Earnhardt Jr., like, because I was a huge NASCAR fan growing up. I give a fuck about Dale Earnhardt Jr. I met Dale, I met Dale Earnhardt Sr., so. I, I was next to Junior's car, Junior's number eight car one time whenever I was little. My dad has a picture of it. I met but, Dale um, Earnhardt Sr. about four months before he died. Don't tell my dad that. Spoilers, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So there, there are a few celebrities, and I think now Steve-O has grown to me as someone that I'd probably be like that too because, like, that dude, I, like, respect him because not for the shit he used to do because he was a dumbass drug addict. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the fact that he's cleaned himself up so much uh. and is now probably in the best position he's ever been in in his life, having a podcast, just had a, the the number one movie in America, just for being. A so is he in that new Jackass movie? Oh yeah, yeah. He was. Okay. Yeah. I, just, I have not seen it yet. So. I haven't either, and I was supposed to, and I feel really bad because that's long story. I know but, WWE plugged the fuck out of it by even making Johnny Knoxville a member of the Royal Rumble. I won't go into further detail with that because the more I talk about them, the matter I get. The fact that he tackled Sami Zayn like he was Goldberg. And- Not only that, the fact that he might be wrestling for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania too. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, well, just don't just it 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 angers me to even think about J Bum. Right, yeah, that, that's before we continue on, did did you hear the rumors of Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania? Yeah. What? Uh, they don't have anybody else. They're drawing straws, dude. They're. Dude, they're in a wrestling war right now. As bad as they don't want to say it, they're in a wrestling war. But they're about to sign Cody Rhodes, which I think will actually more benefit AEW than it will WWE. Cody's not going to be the selling point that they need. No, that's the thing. WrestleMania at this point is just an attraction. 
I think them signing Cody Rhodes would just help AEW more than it would WWE. Oh, I agree. I can see that. Because everybody would be like, oh, it's Cody Rhodes from AEW, but he still sucks. So let's watch AEW. Yeah. Yeah. And like, honestly, I thought we was almost at that, that point where WWE and AEW is about to cross and work together. At Royal Rumble when there's Mickey still, James showed up. There's still like rumblings of shit going down, but well, I mean Mickey James did come over and was in the Royal Rumble and she is their champion. Impact. No, she's the she's the not uh TNA champ, ain't she? Yeah, of impact. Yeah, yeah. not AEW. She's impact champ. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I'm seeing all these crossovers of shit and it's just I'm waiting okay. for it all to come together. I can't talk to I can't I can't talk about wrestling. Wrestling makes me mad anymore. As it's as bullshit. much as I as much as I like to go back and watch the old stuff because I I mentioned it before online and whatnot. I watched WrestleMania 17 again this past weekend and I loved every bit of it. But talking mm. about wrestling in 2022 is just like, yes, I would like to have my teeth pulled out without any kind of <laughs> without any kind of friggin' sedative. Please Dude, would love it, man. Dude, me and my son sat here two, three weekends ago and watched this year's Royal Rumble. And I hadn't even seen it yet. And I looked at my son and I was like, guess what? And he's like, what? And I was like, Brock Lesnar is going to be number 30 in this Royal Rumble and he's going to win it. And my son was like, Daddy, how would you even know that? I was like, just watch and be damned if it didn't happen. Because it's not hard to predict bullshit. Now, I didn't predict Ronda Rousey showing up. I did not predict that. No, I'll just be another complainy fan, as she would probably bitch about. I'm not going to go into that. Don't matter to me. But I will say this past weekend's show, I did watch the uh, Becky Lynch versus Lita match. Mm -hmm. Because you love Lita. I do. I would marry Lita right fucking now. Don't blame you. I would, too. Totally fucking would. Don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I don't care the age difference. I'll take her. <laughs> but yeah, that match, I watched it. Them two ladies put on one hell of a fucking show. Like to the point where Becky Lynch broke character just to like tell Lita how much she worshipped Lita and idolized Lita growing up. And Lita's the reason why she started wrestling and, and all that. That was That was an epic match. But the rest of that event, fuck me. <laughs> I, I, can we go back to Steve-O now, please? Because that if we have to, uh, I, I just I, dude, I know you like Steve-O, but I'm not a big fan of him. I why? Just, I don't know anything about his current shit, so I didn't know he got cleaned up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The, the Steve-O I remember was a fucking moron drug addict that did they shoved stuff up his ass. Well, I'll tell you now, he's a clean. Um, he, well, he's a sober, nice guy. Animal that probably loving, still shit animal, animal loving dude has his own like animal ranch and whatnot. That still oh, shoves cool. stuff up his ass. <laughs> well, I wish man, I was kidding. I mean, you had me. He still you stopped, had me man. One over. You had me one over at the animal ranch and shit because I'm a big animal fan. So. Look at look into Stevo a little more now. Recently, he's been clean for I think ten years now. Wow, because he got clean right after Jackass number two, and I think nice. that was two thousand six, two thousand seven. Oh yeah, so Jackass three D, he was clean for, and that was like nice. two years after his sobriety. 
So now for Jackass Forever and everything else he's doing now, he's just he's not on top of the world because he's not a good actor because he's tried yeah. acting before and he's just awful. He's bad at it. Yeah, I've but seen his attempt at acting. It, it doesn't work. He's now con- he's got his stone stand up comedy tour and he's really fucking funny. I, I would picture that. I, and him in a stand up atmosphere, I think he would do good. So that's that's cool. And along with stand up, he also does stunts too, as well, because he's a stuntman. Yeah, he's a glorified he, circus he'll, freak. He'll do about any fucking thing. I will give him that. Which which pisses me off about this because whenever I saw West Virginia, I was really excited because I was like, oh, he's going to be in like Morgantown, he's going to be in like Charleston, Huntington. Should have known better. He wasn't going to come that far, but Morgantown maybe. I if he would have if he would have been in Morgantown, I might have made the trip. So where's he going to be at actually? Charlestown. That's not even in West Virginia. That is in West Virginia. Is it? So look at the joke. Not really a joke, but like you want to know the shape of West Virginia? Just do the middle finger with your thumb out. (laughs) There's West Virginia. So that Uh there's your map. Uh-huh. With your right hand, look at it. He's at the thumb. He's basically like right in between his shows that are going to be in Washington, places in Maryland, and upper parts of Virginia. Uh, it's just there's that one convenient spot at the thumb there in Charlestown that he's going to stop at. That he's barely going to be in West he's Virginia. Barely going to be away. I don't even, honestly, dude. The panhandle up at the top where the finger is, where the middle finger is. Yeah. I count that's way more West Virginia than I than I count that thumb. Which it's still West Virginia. Don't get me wrong. Don't I'm not gonna start that bullshit. It's all West Virginia. But well, I mean, like, like how how far of a drive is it for you though? Five hours. Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Cause you have to go up all the way to Morgantown, go into Maryland, and then come back to West Virginia in the thumb part. I'm just like, dude, fuck, just go to Virginia, go to Maryland, take another dude, shot like, in DC. Dude, I'm like 45 minutes away from North Carolina, and it would still only take me about two and a half hours to get to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, so I'm just like, dude, I'd rather that, that play, that area of West Virginia is just basically for people that can't afford to live in fucking Maryland to Washington. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not willing to deal with people going up right there. All right. Cause yeah, that's basically what that. that's basically Washington, DC people. Yeah, and if you've ever been to D.C., you won't want to go back. Yeah, so it's fuck, fuck that. I'm good. I went to D.C. Fuck that place. I I was excited, and then I quickly found out where Charlestown was, and I was like, I'm good. You were like, Yay! Oh, yeah, because I <laughs> yeah. honestly thought maybe he would go to Morgantown. That's a fucking party school, West Virginia University. I thought, cool, that'd be awesome. I'd make the trip up there. I've never been to WVU before. Yeah, I mean, Morgantown, you would think, would be an area for him to hit. Yeah, because Morgantown is, other than Capital City, what other big town is there in West Virginia? Which, Charleston is nothing. That's why they put Charleston and Huntington together half the time. What is it? Marshall's in Morgantown, right? Marshall is in Huntington. WVU is in Morgantown. Okay, okay. Which is why I think they put uh, Huntington and Charleston together on maps and stuff. Because uh, Charleston is still just so small. Yeah. Even though it's the capital city, uh, Huntington, you might as well just put them together because they're basically that close to each other. 
And even and though got, every time I go through Charleston, I get claustrophobic. Everybody's too close together. Yeah, it's really small, but they're really close together. Yeah, it's really weird. Like it, you, you've been you've been where I live at, dude. I'm in the fucking boonies compared to where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm used to it, and it like you would hate going to LA then. <laughs> Dude, I've been I've been smack dab in the middle of New York City. Oh god. Fuck all that shit. Yeah. No, that, that's too much for Times me. Square, I stood in Times Square. I was like, fuck this. I want to go home. That that would be too much for me. The only big city I actually liked was New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And that was for obvious reasons because I was drunk. Um but <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. Gone. Yeah, New York New Orleans was cool, but New York can kiss my ass i'm not going back i'd like to go to new york one day but definitely not to stay maybe i don't know dude i I was there for about five hours and i was like no i'm done i'm cool with like city settings though i'm not (laughs) like well i say i am but like the closest thing to a city i'm normally to is charleston yeah and charleston ain't shit now, like, I've been in Charlotte. I didn't like Charlotte. I didn't like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Fort Myers fucking Florida. I, just all of it sucked. I think the only reason I like New Orleans is because it didn't feel like a big city because of the way it's built. And because yeah, I was city. drunk. Yeah, and I was drunk. I was I was walking around New Orleans drunk off my fucking ass and smoking weed and didn't give a shit about nothing. Isn't that the best way to walk around New Orleans? Yeah, I feel that's like the way everybody walks around New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. that's the way everybody walks around New Orleans. <laughs> I mean, you know, and and plus I got to go in and check out like the voodoo shops and you know check out alligator heads and shit like that. And I knew there was alligators close by, so I was like really comfortable with that idea. Um, but then meanwhile, I was going to my hotel room every night hearing about people being kidnapped and, you know, college girls going missing and shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I don't live here. Shit. Oh, yeah. What New Orleans. Fuck? Oh, no, dude. New Orleans during Mardi Gras is the most dangerous place for a female to ever be. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I was there for a week and like two college girls went missing. One was found dead. And during the main day of Mardi Gras, there was a shooting right on Bourbon Street. Well, if I ever wanted to go to New Orleans to Mardi Gras, I don't now. Uh, as long as you go in the right places, you're okay. But it's, it gets dangerous down that place. <laughs> I, I'm it really I'm does. Not, unfortunately, I'm glad I'm not a female. Yeah. Uh, just be cool. happy you're not a hot college chick, you know? Poor girls. I feel awful yeah, for yeah. them. Yeah, it is. And I went down there with people that was from there and they was very specific on the way. They was like, look, don't ever step into a dark alley. Keep your, keep yourself visible to everybody. Listen, if you have to start with saying, don't go into a small alley, fuck me. I'm not going. That was the first thing they told me. I'm good. They was like, do not go into a dark alley. Keep yourself visible where everybody can see you. And most of all, stay with the group you fucking came with. I'm good. I'll yeah. I'll just stay where I am. New Orleans, I'd love to go to a Saints game. I'd love to go see Mardi Gras. Fuck that shit. I'm good. Well, then you keep talking about wanting to go to New York. I'll go ahead and tell you now. Go to Probably the same way. <laughs> well, yes, don't step into dark alleys in New York because you'll yeah. get robbed. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Second up, when you go to New York, uh, don't put your wallet in your back pocket. Don't even take your wallet. Put your money in your front pocket with your ID in your front pocket because pickpockets are everywhere. Yeah, God. Oh, no, dude. I walked through Times Square for like 20, 30 minutes. And in that 20, 30 minutes, I felt at least seven or eight hands reach into my back pocket to try to find my wallet. And it wasn't there because I already knew. No, luckily, I don't keep my wallet in my back pocket anyways. Mm. <sighs> but also with New York, with New York, though, since 9-11, um, on e- almost every street corner, there is pretty much SWAT teams. There's guys in full body armor with assault rifles ready to fuck shit up, especially at the subway stations. I don't want to go to New York anymore, J-Bomb. So yeah, New, New York... Ain't really that fun, dude. It, it ain't. It there. ain't what the Home Alone two movie makes you believe it is. It's wanna, not. I don't want to go to New York anymore. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I don't want to go to New York. Anything that starts with new, I don't go. And also, uh, but now I'll go ahead and go outside of the news. I'll go ahead and tell you, fucking Philadelphia sucks. <laughs> I mean, um, I was sort of in Philly. Well, Villanova. Man, that's, that's close. It's outside of Philly. It's they said mm-hmm. Philadelphia, but it's like not the actual city. It's almost it's like close, like five minutes out. Yeah. So I was sort of in Philadelphia. I didn't like Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. I didn't like either one. I didn't hate Villanova. But I, I feel like most people in Pennsylvania are just assholes anyway. Well, I don't know. I can't say I even- that. I even went there with a guy from Pennsylvania and I just mm-hmm. looked at him and was like, dude, all y'all are assholes. Because <laughs> I went up there being from Virginia and they're like, oh, you're a West Virginia redneck. And I'm like, dude, I'm from Virginia, but I guess I'm still a fucking redneck. I don't know. Yeah. If you're if you're past the Mason Dixon line, I think you're automatically a redneck to people above it. And well, it really pissed him off when I looked at him. I was like, well, I guess I am, but I guess you're a fucking Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> and they shut up really know. quick then they're like yeah. they don't know what to say after that it's like well gotcha. they're, they're, like, they're like holy shit the little hillbilly called me out you know <laughs> yeah well, i can't say much there is one city i would like to go to just because certain things and whatnot uh columbus i've never been ohio? to Columbus. yeah dude i've never been to ohio i've never been anywhere in ohio really i have not well there's a reason why I want to go to Columbus, but I can't talk about it publicly as in like on Save the Planet. Okay. But I can sort of hint to it because it's very early stages right now, by the way. I'll say that. Okay. Okay. But I'll go a little bit more, not too much more, but I will talk about a little bit more and save the after show. Okay. Okay. Which, speaking of save the after show... We're right about there, ain't we? We are all right about there. If you want to watch, if you want to watch, I wish. <laughs> if you want to listen to Save the After Show. We ain't done one of those videos in a while. They're coming back, I promise. I That's promise. What he says. I promise they are. Some good shit came from those videos. Boy Howdy was in one of those videos. That was in one of those videos. That's <laughs> probably the, the the most classic Save the Planet clip ever. That was great. It was the, the story it's still talked out. about to this day in the club. It is. Damn it. Mm-hmm. To listen to save the after show, go on the new PDY Patreon page for $3 a month. You get access to 
every single episode of Save the After Show. Woo-hoo. 30 more minutes of us just BSing, relaxing, talking, talking shit, and basically doing what we don't what we do here, only a lot more in depth and a lot more personal. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I'll talk a little bit about this whole why I bring up this whole Columbus thing and save the after show. Like I was actually talking to somebody that is one of our listeners, which is Lulu. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you do the after show thing? And she's like, no, I haven't done it. And I was like, look, just the new year's Eve episode is worth your $3. <laughs> it's worth it, man. It is. It I'll is, tell it you really some, sometimes in just half an hour or a little less than half an hour, we can, we can shoot off some good shit. <laughs> yeah. We can get a little crazy. It gets a little, gets a little nuts. So if you want to check out the after show, go to patreon.com slash it's PDY patreon.com slash ITS PDY. Go and listen right now. We have about, Four or five episodes up, I believe. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. Now yeah. this one might be six. I can't remember. It's 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 little, but there's a lot more content there than what there was. So we're it's always, your job to keep up with that shit. I know, I know, dude. I know. I'm not. I'm not that off. I'm, belie- I'm believing. I'm that's. I keep up with the entire history of a club. Yeah, this, you got more. You handle this shit. You got more pressing issues to deal with. I just get out here and talk. Yeah. I get yeah. you. Yeah. So I think for the last bit we should do is talk about some movie trailers that came out last week. Ooh. Just because they're just because um, I was we were going I was going to bring them up to you because I was wanting your opinion on these. I this is J bomb segment because I know you love talking about movies and shit. I do. You just as soon as you said that, I got excited. So there's two in particular that I want your opinions on. I did watch them too. I don't remember my other hand because it was a couple days ago that I watched them just because I uh, wanted to be freshened up. I'm not as fresh anymore and yeah. I don't remember stuff easily. So the two that I want your opinion on are the Doctor Strange trailer, the new one, <laughs> and the Jurassic World Dominion trailer. I was hoping you'd say both of those. <laughs> okay, so start with however you want. You got all the time in the world, buddy. <laughs> um, I'll start with the lesser one first, and by I say lesser, it doesn't get take anything away from it. Okay. Um, because I'm super excited for it almost as much as the other one. Um, but I'll start with the new Jurassic World trailer. I mean, damn, dude. <laughs> they have brought back everybody for this fucking movie. I mean, Sam Neill's back as Alan Grant. We got Ellie Sattler back, and then we brought in all the the new characters. You know, with Chris Pratt's character, um, it dude, it looks insane. And I mean, though, if if did you watch the the previous movie? Yeah, I went to movie like so Jurassic Park. Anything dinosaur related doesn't stick with me because I'm not really interested in dinosaurs anymore. Oh no, I was different, dude. As a so, kid, I love dinosaurs. Yeah, as a kid, I kind of like dinosaurs too, but as an adult, I'm just like they're just big animals. Well, see that that's the difference between me and you is because when the first Jurassic Park came out, was you see, even I, born yet? I wasn't like I think I was born, but as a kid, I never watched the I never watched the first Jurassic Park. Like the first time I watched it, I was an adult. I liked I it. When, it was a great movie. Dude, I think when Jurassic Park came out, I was maybe eight, nine years old. Keep talking. I'm going to look that up real quick. But like, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch the first uh, film until I was an adult already. I was like, 
I like it. Like my, it's not a bad movie at all. It's a classic. Like I remember my dad took me to the theaters to see Jurassic Park. And it blew my fucking mind because I love dinosaurs already, dude. Like I had books at home on dinosaurs. Like I knew all them all them by fucking name. Like I was a huge dinosaur nut. And then Jurassic Park came out and my dad took me to see it. And like I even had a nightmare where I looked out the window and all I seen was the Tyrannosaurus Rex eye, you know, like in the movie. And like I had all the fucking toys and shit. So I was I was right in that demographic of that that age range where Jurassic Park just said, hey, what's up? Came out so, June 11th, 1993. I was born in September. 1993. Damn. Yeah, I was okay, born in September. So I, was way, I was way off on the age. So <laughs> I was only like, shit, let's see here, 93. So I was eight years old. No, you were exactly right on your age because you said you were eight. I did say eight. Okay. So yeah, I was eight years old. Saw Jurassic Park. Wow. Blew my mind. So I've, I've, I've followed the movies. Jurassic Park one and two were great. Jurassic Park three sucked ass. <laughs> um, and he, and my favorite character is Dr. Grant and he was in Jurassic Park three and he still couldn't save that fucking movie. Really? Um, yeah. Um, but then, you know, the Jurassic world movies came out and I'm a big Chris Pratt fan. So those, those were really cool. Uh, but seeing this new one, having Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum too. Jeff Goldblum's back, and just watching that trailer, I was like, "This is this is a crossover of the old world with the new world," and it, it looks great. I mean, you know, the the Raptors got a baby, you know, Blue's got a baby, and and this this new feathered dinosaur. Did you see that one in the trailer? I did see that one. That one looks wicked as fuck. Mm. I'm like, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> so I, I'm really looking forward to, to, to seeing how this movie turns out. I do know it's the end of that trilogy, um, but I did read that it's not actually the end of Jurassic Park. Um, they've already planned to make another trilogy after this that'll be completely different from the others. No, that's not surprising. So, yeah, I mean, you can't end Jurassic Park, man. No, there's no. There's always going to be people Park. that there's always going to be people that want to see dinosaurs, mm -hmm. um, and you can't make a dinosaur movie unless it's a Jurassic Park movie. I am not one of them. Although yeah. I will see it if my friends want to go see it, because it's not like I hate. Um, it's not like I hate dinosaurs or whatnot. I see dinosaurs mm. now like I do cowboy movies, because mm. I I used to see like cowboy movies. Um, pirate movies and movies with dinosaurs as all three something I don't care for. Now I just oh. don't care for pirate stuff. Pirate stuff just doesn't oh. seem interesting to me. But all cowboy right, no, films I'm... and dinosaur movies, just because I don't care for them doesn't mean I won't watch them. Now I'll stop you right now on the pirate part, dude. Mm -hmm. There is a show that stars made. I'm, I'm just about to finish it. I'm on the last season of it. That show is insane. Well, here's the thing. I have to have an interest to even check it out, and I just don't. It's called, well, it's called Black Cells. Mm -hmm. And, like, it, it, did you like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? I've never watched them. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay, never the, mind. The closest I've gotten to being <coughs> into pirate stuff was mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Oh, that was a great game. Yes. Yeah, it was a great game, but I liked the assassin creed element of it more than i did the pirate element 
Because anytime okay. I was on a pirate ship, yeah, it was cool that I was uh, singing old pirate song or pirate ship songs, whatnot, hard to dart a pirate's life for me, whatever. But like, I didn't care. I want to back the battles in- though on that game when but, you had those ship battles. That shit was cool. Yeah, but again, I was like, I was, I was more into like being an assassin and. You, that, you'd rather run a, around and slit people's throats and shit. Yeah, like, that's okay. what I loved about the first games being in Italy and everything mm. in, like, the 1500s or whatnot. I loved Ezio. I loved his stories and whatnot. Heck, I even liked the first game, even though it was repetitive as all hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when you got to Assassin's Creed 3, I like, I sort, well, sort of like the colonialism of stuff with the U.S., I like so that. So what? It, it wasn't the pirate element; it was the colonial shit. No, it, it, the it was. It, I didn't like it as much as I did the Italy stuff with Ezio. Yeah. I just like the on ground, being an assassin, combat. Gotcha. Not, okay. Even it was it was basic, but I liked it, and I liked how you had to try to keep quiet. I was never good at it, but you yeah. had to be quiet, and you had to. Like, try not to fuck up or else you'd have to restart or you'd get desynced or something. That's what I like. Yeah, but I'm just saying, with those games, the pirate element was not a thing for you. It was everything else. Right. Everything else was, nah, I love looking around, looking for uh, collectibles, looking at um, Eagle using Eagle Vision to find certain enemies. I love going up atop and looking at the great landscapes. Dude, one of my most fondest memories of as gaming as a young kid early early teenager was playing assassin creed one and for the first time riding my horse up into jerusalem Uh. yeah and and at the time too i was kind of questioning like am i religious or not i was going i was trying to go to church then and so when i rode up into jerusalem i'm just like holy cow this is beautiful (laughs) this is so cool Dude, I'll I'll have to send you pictures of. Uh, it was the last Halloween party I had when I was still married, mm-hmm. but I was actually an assassin. I had wrist blades on both wrists. I was wearing the cloak. I still have it up in my attic in a box. Uh, I, dude, I was a I was a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Well, do you not remember when it, that Mad Fest or not Mad Fest? Um, Hell in the Hills. The, the year prior to whenever we start doing it over at the cabin, whenever it was in that like big old. I had the hood on. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did wear the hood. I had it buttoned in on my cut. No, wait. Was that the year? One yeah, year I dressed and as you, an assassin. And too. you was, that was the same year you was an assassin. I was the fat assassin. You was the assassin that year. And I had the hood. <laughs> I had the hood buttoned into my cut. So yeah. I wasn't really an assassin, but I had that hood on. You, you were Ben Balor. Yeah, but I had my hood with me. You did. You did. You had yeah, you yeah. you were a mix of Finn Balor, uh, an assassin, and you had your bat from Walking Dead as neat needed yeah, bat. I, I was my own hybrid. You were a cool cool ass hybrid though. It did look good. It, it did. did. You were drunk as fuck though. I was. <laughs> Still was remember a- trying to get your ass over there because we were doing all things today. Still trying to get your ass over there doing interviews, and you're just fucking gone. Hey, I came and done them, though. You did. You did. You were there. I did. I Audio did. was shit on our part, but, you know, you were there. I still done it. You did. Uh, Pre- but anyway, um, the other movie you bring up before we move into our after show, because we've already stretched our time on this one. Um, but I, mean, I cannot. Time out I cannot, before you go into it. Before you go into okay. it. Okay. 
There's no okay. time limit for save the save the planet. Save the after show's got the t- t- time limit of 30 minutes. This okay. one we could okay. go two hours. Fucking I don't care, okay. but it's like 12:30. You want to go until two o'clock? I mean, I'll do whatever I gotta do. <laughs> do whatever. Um, because the next movie is the one that I really, really, really am excited for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all for the new Jurassic World because I grew up on that shit. But the new Doctor Strange. Um. Do you watch the Marvel movies? I know you don't watch a lot of movies. Um, I'm on and off on them. Like, I have my specific superheroes that I like. Spider-Man. I know you watch No Way Home, though. Spider-Man was awesome. I've seen it twice. Loved it. Uh, Deadpool. Uh, Batman, but he's not Marvel. It was DC. But I, I don't even watch his movies. I just play his games. Um... But I mean, I you know a little bit about Doctor Strange because you watched No Way Home. Yeah, and I and I've watched and I watched um, Endgame. Did you watch, watch Doctor Strange? No, Doctor okay. Strange, like as cool as he should be, I just don't care. I don't doesn't interest me. Once the Doctor Strange movie came out, I found my new favorite Marvel cinematic character. Really? Now, growing up, you know, me and you have talked about it. I was a comic book geek growing up. Growing up, I did not like Doctor Strange comic books. I hated them. I couldn't stand them. Wouldn't read them. But when that fucking movie came out, I was like, okay, I got my new favorite cinematic character. I didn't like him in the comic books, but as far as in the movies, Doctor Strange is my motherfucking boy. I will say Benedict Cumberbatch <coughs> as Doctor Strange is a great choice. Yes, he's he just, fantastic. He seemed like someone that would play that part. Yeah, he's fan-fucking-tastic. Just from the little but, I know from Endgame as well as uh, No Way Home. Yeah. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. But now, like, breaking down that trailer, a lot of people haven't broke it down enough. But I've, <laughs> dude, I've watched that trailer several times just because there's parts of it that I've been like, oh, shit, did I just see what I've seen? And I rewind it and I watched it again. Um there was a series on Disney Plus called um, Marvel's What If. Mm-hmm. Do you know about that? I heard about it. Yeah, it, it was an animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, but in one of the episodes, it was um, what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands, which was, you know, there you didn't watch the original Doctor Strange movie, so you don't know. But he got in a car wreck um, that completely trashed his hands. He couldn't use his hands anymore. And he was a surgeon. So if you're a surgeon and your hands are fucked, you can't do surgery no more. Um, so Sounds that's about what right. Co- so that's what caused him to look into the mystic arts and shit like that. And he became Dr. Strange. Um, so with, with Which, all that. By the way, I could this I could easily access Dr. Strange like on Disney Plus. So it's like yeah. if you can talk me into watching it, I, I'm open for anything, honestly. So like. Do your damnedest. I'm listening. Oh, dude, the movie's badass. If you think all that crazy shit in No Way Home where he was like, you know, he took Peter into the uh, mirror dimension and was like twisting shit around and all that. Mm-hmm. That wasn't nothing. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't shit. Uh, I mean, imagine uh, imagine Stephen Strange being Peter Parker, not knowing anything about this shit and getting his astral form knocked out of him for the first time. Because that's what happened was the, the uh, I can't remember what the hell they called her, but she hit Strange just like he hit Peter in that movie. You know, when he hit Peter and Peter's soul kind of came out of his body. Yeah. 
that happened to Steven in the first Doctor Strange movie. And he was like blown the fuck away. He's like, what's going on? But yeah, I mean, dude, you really need to watch it. It, it was trippy as fuck. It, I wouldn't recommend ever taking mushrooms or acid and watching the first. Well, Doctor you Strange. don't have to worry about that one. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I will not be taking any kind of drug whenever I watch <laughs> that movie. But anyway, back to the uh, back to the Marvel's What If. Um, in that ep- in that episode, um, he was split into two different Doctor Stranges in two different universes. Uh, there was the one Doctor Strange that did the right way and became the Doctor Strange we know. But in the other, there was a Doctor Strange that became powerful and wanted to stop death. His his love of his life died. So he wanted to figure out a way to reverse death, which is impossible. Is that so the version like he, that's in the movie? In that's the trailer. In the trailer that's like got yes. darker hair and stuff? Yes, that's okay. him. What he did was he went in and he started absorbing creatures and monsters from different universes and taking all their power. Shane! And he, and he became this huge fucking crazy bastard. Like he could grow tentacles like an octopus or he could turn into a fucking snake. He'd done all kinds of fucked up shit. And that is who has showed up in this trailer for the new Doctor Strange movie. When, you know, he shows up and he looks all creepy and shit. That's that's the other Strange. Crazy. So they're bringing, yeah. So you really got to kind of watch the Marvel's What If episodes just to kind of know what's about to happen. No. Um, because also another thing in the trailer that they kind of show a little bit is a zombie version of Wanda Maximoff, which is uh, Scarlet Witch. I was about to say they they had Scarlet Witch in there, and I was like, "Huh." And they then for a split second they show the zombie version of her, which is also an episode of What If. On that episode of What If, it was um, when Thanos's people came. A zombie apocalypse had happened already, so like Iron Man and Captain America and. A, Doctor Strange and a bunch of them was already zombies. So when Thanos' force showed up for Endgame, there was zombies. So, yeah, they, they did show a little bit of that Wanda Maximoff zombie version in that trailer as well. But the biggest thing, my biggest excitement for that entire fucking trailer is you don't see his face, but you hear his voice. Is I'm a huge X-Men fan. I mm-hmm. love X-Men. I, I grew up watching the X-Men 97 um, cartoons, which they're about to bring back. They're about to start remaking the original X-Men comics. Um, but in that trailer, you hear Patrick Stewart's voice say something. And mm. that is, yeah, Professor Xavier from the original X-Men movies is going to be in the new Doctor Strange movie. So Interesting. One of the, so one of the universes that Doctor Strange goes over into is going to have Patrick Stewart as Professor Xavier. And as of today, I did read something from one of the producers of the new Doctor Strange movie that did officially announce that Wolverine will be in this movie. Um, it will not be the Hugh Jackman Wolverine is what he said, though. He said mm-hmm. Wolverine will be in the movie, but it will not be Hugh Jackman. Um, so I'm guessing they've already picked out the replacement for Hugh Jackman for, for future um, movies. But from what I've read, the X-Men is coming back and they're going to kind of revamp the whole X-Men thing. Um, so this is probably the step in the door for that. Intriguing. Um, 
Yeah, but another thing I read, and it seems to be seems to be uh, pretty pretty strong right now, is that there is going to be an alternate um, universe um, Tony Stark in this movie. And from what I've read and from the pictures I've seen, Tom Cruise is going to be Tony Stark in this movie. Oh. Yeah. Well, no. But I've also read that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is going to be in this movie. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did want to point out one big thing that I took from that. The fucking director, Sam Raimi. Yes. And, and I mean, Sam Raimi directed the, the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Right. How can you keep Tobey Maguire out of it? Right. That and makes- also, I mean, also Sam Raimi's doing it, so we got to have Bruce Campbell in there somewhere. That makes me so hopeful for a possibility that maybe we get a Spider-Man 4. I've heard talk of that. I don't think it will happen. Like, if, if, you would, if you would tell me, like, to put a bet on if Spider-Man 4 would happen, I would say no. Yeah. I, would, I would honestly I would say too. no. But He's gotten older. Yeah. He's not, he's not the Peter Parker age. Well, you, um, Peter Parker got older. I mean, the what the Marvel's Spider-Man had an older Peter Parker. Yeah, but game. then eventually Peter Parker stopped being Spider-Man and Miles Morales took over. Well, I think you could do if they wanted to do a Spider-Man four. I think that'd be a good way to introduce Miles Morales. I would like to see that. I, I would like to see Miles Morales be brought into it. Um, because I, I, think I do the know one, the one with the I MCU that, right now. Um, though, do what? The one with the MCU right now, though, with um, mm. uh, Tom Holland, I think yes, there's more story. I think there's more story to be told there. So oh, I yes. wouldn't, I wouldn't introduce a Miles Morales right now in the Tom Holland version of Spider-Man. But where yes. Tobey Maguire's and Andrew Garfield, I, th- I still think he has a lot more story to tell as well. I think where well, this, where Tobey Maguire is older, I think that's the universe you could introduce uh, Miles Morales in. I think that'd be well, sick. I've seen a lot of people, you know, I, I, I read shit online. I've seen where a lot of people are like petitioning for James uh, Garfield to get another shot of Spider-Man. Andrew? Uh, Andrew, yeah. Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andrew Garfield actually this week came up and said, you know what? I feel like I'm too old to play the character. Um, Which is weird because he's not. He's not, but I mean, when you watch No Way Home, he he looks like a much more mature man um, for the idea. But I love the idea that I read. The idea that I read was um, at the end of No Way Home. Did you see the end of No Way Home with Venom? Yeah, of course I did. There's a lot of there's a lot of people thinking that little drop of that symbiote that was left on the bar is actually going to go into Andrew Garfield's uh, universe. Not Tom Holland's. Be interesting, but I feel like they were in Tom Holland's universe. I hope they wasn't, because if you follow the comic books, the original Venom was Flash. Mm -hmm. And Flash in the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies is that little Indian dude. I mean... I couldn't imagine him being Venom. I love that guy to death. Like the Grand Budapest Hotel is one of my favorite movies, and he's in it. But I couldn't picture him being Venom. 
To be fucking fair, who pictured uh, Topher Grace's Venom, though? And Topher Grace was a fucking horrible Venom. This one might be he better. He fucked that whole movie up. I, I agree. That whole movie. I, yes. I agree. I, I still have a lot of good memories of Spider-Man 3 in certain instances, but I agree. Topher Grace, why did they choose you? That 70 no show, idea get why out. they did that. I have no idea why they did that. I mean, Thomas Hayden Church as Sandman was great. Yes, that's that's you, why I have so many good memories of that because I love the Sandman. Yeah, Thomas Hayden Church, he he was the perfect villain because he didn't know he was a villain. Right. He thought he was a good guy. He just wanted to see his fucking daughter. Right. He in his mind he was not a villain. He was a good guy, and that's what makes the best villain is the one that doesn't know they're a villain. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Hayden Church fucking ruled that shit. But Topher Grace made me want to slit my fucking throat. And I, I mean, I like Topher Grace, but as Just far as Venom, no. Trying to cram too much in one movie on that. That's exactly what they did. I mean, fuck, they threw in, um, you know, Harry Osborne being the new Goblin. They mm. threw in Venom. They threw in Sandman. It was just too much for one movie. And and they fucked it all up. And I, I love Sam Raimi to death. Evil Dead is one of my favorite movies of all time. But you know, Sam Raimi went way too far on that shit. Sam Raimi could not do what they did with No Way Home. No. No, no way, way Home was... Dude, No Way Home was spectacular. Yes. The way they put No Way Home together was amazing. Yes. I, I Bringing agree. in all those villains from all three different Superman... I mean, Spider-Man franchises... They did fantastic. It's my second favorite Spider-Man film because I still What's hold your... the I still hold the first one, even though I think maybe the second one. I haven't watched the second one in a while, mm. but I still so I still hold the first one as my favorite just because of nostalgia. I'll I'll admit now, that. But the second one's probably the one, best. Do you one. mean like when you say first one? Which first one do you mean? Sam Raimi's first one. Toby. Okay, so Toby Maguire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like. I, the second Sam Raimi one is probably the better one film in general. I just can't remember it because I haven't seen it in a while. But personally, for me, I like the first one more. And No Way Home is second. Now, see, for me, until Tom Holland came into it, I gave Garfield more cred than I gave to uh, Tobey Maguire. I think I, I felt like Garfield was, as, as a comic book geek, I feel like Garfield was more Peter Parker than anybody. He was that cocky, joke-telling, no, I think little arrogant little son of a bitch. I think he's, to be fair, I still need to go watch the Amazing Spider-Man movies, but mm. just the look of him, he reminds me more of a good Spider-Man, but not a good Peter Parker. Tobey Maguire oh, no. was a great Peter Parker. Did you not Spider-Man watch the Garfield little... Spider-Mans? No, not yet. Okay, then you have no argument here. I'm not trying to argue. That's just what I'm <laughs> trying to say. Yeah, you need to watch the Garfield Spider-Man's because just from what, was, just from the look, he was well. I mean, just from the look, yeah, I understand from the look, but from the character portrayed, Garfield rocked it, dude. He was right, that's fair. He was like a teenager. He acted like a fucking teenager. Everything was funny to him, and he made little little jokes about shit. And it, it it made him Peter Parker to me, like even more than Tom Holland did. But honestly, if I have to pick a favorite out of three, I'm giving it to Tom Holland. But I honestly, I think that's because of Iron Man. 
I think Tom Holland's just a good overall both. Tom Holland's just a damn good but actor. He, he's not great at being Spider-Man. He's not great being at being Peter Parker, but he's good at both, which is I'm different sure, from the other two. Because the I'm other sure two Tom have Holland's, one... I'm sure Tom Holland's not going to be the great Nathan Drake, but I'm going to watch Uncharted. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch Uncharted 2 eventually as well. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to have like, to watch it. Now, have you played the games? Oh, yes. I love okay. Uncharted. I will, yes. I will say, just from what I've heard, um, don't expect the games because <laughs> if you go in thinking like this is going to be kind of like the games and whatnot, you might be disappointed. Well, see, from watching the trailers, though, I'm expecting the games. Right. Have you watched the trailers for Uncharted? Yeah, and I've fucking seen young boy Nathan Drake and then Mark Wahlberg Sully, and I immediately get depressed. That bothers me at Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Yeah, I would. I would rather see Mark Wahlberg as Drake. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I don't know about that. I, I, the Tom Holland doesn't look like Nathan Drake. Not at all. At all. Nope. Mark Wahlberg he, does. If I was, you know, going to pick a Sully, I would go with like, fuck, I don't know anybody. Someone else. <laughs> Yeah, anybody else. Like if I if I thought Tom Holland was a bad choice for Nathan Drake, I think Mark Wahlberg as Sully is an absolute atrocious pick. It is. I mean, Sully was an older guy. Yeah, even and whenever I, he I met... I mean, I know Mark uh, Wahlberg's getting old, but he don't look it. No, and even whenever Nate met Sully in the games, he was kind of older then, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, like, he had, like, darker hair and whatnot, kind of like Mark Wahlberg does, but, like, Mark Wahlberg is still looks kind of young. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, from awful. playing the games, if I was going to pick a Sully, I would pick um, Jeff Bridges. Can't remember who that is. I'm thinking of the Jeff Bridges from Iron Man, um, or from even the Big Lebowski. Just he had that older guy look, and he he looked like Sully. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. I know. I, I recognize that person now. Yes. I could see yes. that. Yes. I could see Jeff Bridges playing that. Of course, I'm guessing Jeff Bridges done got older than that now and probably couldn't do it. 72, but, by the way. Jesus. Yeah. So he couldn't pull that off now. <laughs> but somebody that that looked like Jeff Bridges, you know? Yeah. Something like Not that. Somebody that looks like fucking Mark Wahlberg. Right. Ugh. Yeah. I, I, I don't get I don't get where they came up with that casting decision, except for okay, these these names make sense. Let's just do it. These names make money. Yeah, exactly. These names make fucking money. So let's just go ahead and cast them. I, but I, I just, I, just like you know, I, I've talked about on here several times about how me and my kids play Fortnite. Oh. Um, <laughs> this week on Fortnite, they have the Uncharted pack. Don't that you tell can me. I know. I know. And one, and you, when you purchase it, you get the video game and the movie character version. And just looking at that screen where it shows Tom Holland and then it switches <laughs> to the video game Nathan Drake, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I well, already it's knew supposed that. to be an origin story, but I can't take it seriously as an origin story. I, it just, it doesn't look it. I don't care if people try to say, okay, so. There's parts in three and parts in four where you're playing as young Nathan Drake. I don't care how fucking much because I, I didn't even think young Nathan Drake in the games looked like Nathan Drake whenever you're playing most of Liasm. Yeah. 
I didn't think he, he looked like it then. Again, younger, but still. Yeah. It, and it, Tom Holland's supposed to be in his 20s, is in his 20s and whatnot. Yeah. That Nathan Drake in the games is in his 30s. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I'm going to watch I, I the movie. I, I'm excited yeah. to watch the movie. I, as a PlayStation fan, as a PlayStation fanboy, I'm excited to watch it. I can't yeah. wait to just cringe probably at some of the parts that I'm just like, wow, that would have been a lot better in the games. Like the plane, the plane scene is just going to be oh, like, yeah. I wish I was playing Uncharted 3. Yeah. Now the plane scene looks phenomenal. It looks and- really goofy, but I feel like I'm just going to be like, yeah, I could just load this up on the Uncharted Lost Legacy or Uncharted Collection on three and just play a better version of it. But now, like the the part of the trailer that did give me kind of that nostalgia feeling, because it did feel like it was directly with the game, was where they're at that party. And oh yeah, that to... was also three. Yeah, that was that was directly from the fucking game. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. And watching it, I was all like, this, this is cool. You all know? this shit is from the games. Yeah, it's all it's all taken straight from the game. Which which, which is, is weird because I look forward to the, both the party scene and the um the the plane scene are from three party one. You could also get four too, but and those are not prequels. Those are the main one. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I mean I'm gonna watch it. I'm probably gonna be a lot more biased to it because I love Uncharted, but. I do too. I love Uncharted. So. I, feel, I, I feel like it's going to be a good, a decent popcorn movie. But if I tried to like put this in to where it fits in timeline, I'm going to pull my hair out. I mean, dude, that's how video game movies go. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I'd, I'm yeah. a huge Mortal Kombat fan, and I love the I love the new Mortal Kombat movie, which had mixed reactions from people. Some people loved it. Some people fucking despised it. I liked it. I want Uncharted to have good, to be good in this. I want it to be good, just like with Mortal Kombat. I want it to be good, and that was the thing with Mortal Kombat, was I wanted it to be good. I wanted it to keep with the game, but if it didn't keep with the game, as long as it was good, then the moviegoer in me would forgive it. And it did. I won't forgive it because it's not, because based on the source material, it's not following it. Well, I mean, if you go unless like they that, straight then... unless they straight up say, "Yeah, this has nothing to do. This is a retelling, reimagining of how the original Uncharted is." If well, they would, if they would have like said that, though, if if you go like that, though, then almost every Marvel movie ever made should piss you off because it did not go with the source material, especially X Men. Okay, that's fair. All right, but X Men was it. Dude, I love the X-Men movies, but I got pissed off so many times during those movies. I was like, this is bullshit. That's fair. This is not what I grew up on. This is, you have changed everything I've ever believed. And that and that's a problem, too. I think that we talk, wow, I can't believe I'm bringing up personal shit here. That's a stubbornness <laughs> in me, I think. <laughs> because, like, I see the original thing. I'm just like, I want it to be like that. Yeah. And if it's not like that, I'm a little bit pissed, but you're right you're right yeah if it's supposed to be like that all the time the movie should piss me off from the very beginning yes and that's not that's not and that's just like how uh books whenever people remake books like harry potter lord of the rings the movies and people bitch oh they're not like the books they're not like the books i always get upset with that because of course they're not like the fucking books it's a movie it's a movie you're not going to get exactly like the books so 
I think it's a little, it was a little different when it comes to comic books or stuff because you still had pictures and stuff of what it should look like. Yeah. But it is sort of in the same vein. Video games may be in the same vein too. Well, I mean, it's just like with me. I'm, I'm a huge, you know, I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. Mm-hmm. I read the Walking Dead books. The show is not a goddamn thing like the fucking books. Mm-hmm. There's characters that's still alive on the show that died like two issues into the fucking books. Mm-hmm. It's completely fucking different. But I've I've learned to distinguish the difference. Um, but the biggest travesty I will ever bring up, and anytime I, I get on this subject, I bring this up, is my favorite my favorite super Marvel hero of all time is fucking Wolverine. Mm-hmm. He was a short motherfucker, and Hugh Jackman is not, which was the first thing that pissed me off. Um, but that X-Men Origins Wolverine movie completely destroyed everything I ever loved. <laughs> For one, they made Wolverine and Sabretooth Brothers. That's not happening. And for two, that was the first appearance of Deadpool, and they sewed his fucking mouth shut and made him look like Baraka for Mortal Kombat. That made me want to rip my eyes out in the theater and just throw him at the fucking screen. And by the way, Ryan Reynolds said the only reason he did that was because they promised him an actual Deadpool movie after that. Well, Well, they got it. They got it, but my God, that was just a travesty. That that Deadpool had he looked like Baraka. He was bald headed, his mouth was sewn shut, he had blades coming out of his fucking hands, he could teleport. I'm like, who the hell is this? Because this ain't fucking Deadpool. I don't know who that dude was. But yeah, that just that shows you the difference in what you grew up on, whether it be a comic book or a video game as opposed to the movie adaptation of it. Just like one of the biggest popular franchises was Resident Evil. And those Resident Evil movies were not a damn thing like the fucking video games. (laughs) I mean, Project Alice didn't even show up to like, what, the fourth or fifth fucking video game? But in the movies, she was there from the get-go. I think to me, it's just how much I love and respect the games. I really wish the 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 movie would respect it too but you're you're right i mean you're absolutely right about that like like you said i should be pissed by all the marvel movies yeah now one thing i will say is i I did watch the new resident evil movie Mm -hmm. uh, which was welcome to raccoon city and that movie had like one of the lowest rating scores as far as movies goes on rotten tomatoes but I watched it anyway because it's Resident Evil and I grew up loving the Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. That movie was like playing the fucking video game. That movie was Resident Evil 1 all the way through it. It was perfect. And it got a shitty review. So I, I, after watching that and seeing how bad the reviews were and me watching it, loving it because it was such nostalgia and I felt like I was back holding my controller playing this fucking game again. It, it shows that even though us as traditional lovers of the comic book or the game or whatever it is may not mean it goes over well with everybody else. So these screenwriters have to come up with a way to make it to a, make it appeal to everybody, not just the original fans. 
I think you've just blown, blown my mind a little bit. Not not like holy fuck, but more 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 like more like more like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I get you yeah I I'm mean, try to... and it's true it, yeah just like with Mortal Kombat if you made a, a movie of Mortal Kombat and you did it like the games were it'd be nothing but fight after fight after fight and there'd be no yeah. fucking storyline hardly at all which you can't and, do because film is all about story yeah you got to have a story be- so when they made this new Mortal Kombat movie with these dumbass little dragon tattoos on them and you know that meant that they were chosen for the tournament that wasn't in the fucking video games but i mean the video game was nothing but fight after fight so yeah. i mean you could you could kind of build on it and do whatever the fuck you wanted to with it like like even my with- buddy travis travis is a huge mortal Kombat fan and he fucking hated the new mortal Kombat movie he despised mm-hmm. it me on the other hand shit i'll still watch that mother motherfucker hell i watched it like four days ago i still watch that mug <laughs> 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 I watched it like four days ago just for the hell of it. I put it on. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to watch Mortal Kombat again. Travis, on the other hand, he fucking despised it. Don't want any part of it. Didn't want shit to do with it. Was was pissed off that he watched it the first time. That's crazy. So, so I mean, it's all about it's all about putting asses in the seats. Mm-hmm. If, if you got a good if you got a good subject that you can build from, from its original story and make a movie out of it, then sweet. Right. But if, if you feel like that original subject material isn't enough to make a film, you kind of got to go on your own, you know? I get that. I get so, that. I mean, that's, that's why they do what they do, you know? Just like with my favorite shit, The Walking Dead. They're in the, game, in the books, they made you believe in these characters and they killed them off. In the show, this character got more popular than people thought they would, so they kept him alive longer. You know, so I get that. Yeah, like fucking and Walking Dead. Carol died in book two of Walking Dead. We're on season eleven of Walking Dead, and Carol's still alive. Yeah, that blew my mind a little bit. I did not expect yeah. to see Carol of all the characters still there. Carol's still kicking, dude. I watched uh, I watched this Sunday's episode already because I got AMC Plus, so I've mm-hmm. already watched this coming Sunday's episode. And Carol's still there, dude. <laughs> Talk about the last person I saw still remaining. Which I'm Walking Dead. Yeah, like which to be fair, like she had one of the more depressed, like crazy scenes. Whenever she sh- when I, I guess is it spoilers now? It's been years. I mean, you're good. Go look ahead. at the look at the flowers. Oh, when she killed Lizzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was rough. But that was when I, that was like right whenever she started like changing, wasn't it? Um, be kind she of more changed of a about badass. a season before that. She was mm. just pretending not to be a badass, but she was badass in in her head. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that was that was damn near close. Yeah. And God, that was five, six years ago. Right. So I was, yeah. so I was like, is that really spoilers? I don't know. Nah, it's <laughs> not spoilers. If you didn't know that already, you ain't been watching the show and you give a fuck. Yeah, I and I think that's around the time that I stopped watching it because <coughs> I vaguely remember that. Or maybe maybe I don't remember it, but I remember hearing about it. But I eventually watched that scene. Yeah, if I was really into The Walking Dead at that time, that would have fucked me up. Yeah, when she capped Lizzie, I mean, 
I wanted her to, and that was mm-hmm. the fucked up part. I mean, this is a little itty bitty girl. Yeah. She about to well, shoot her. Didn't she do head. something right before then that really she killed caused... her little sister? Yeah. 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 So yeah, she like, killed her little sister. It was kind of it's it, it was justified. Up, it was justified, yeah. It was because it's really it's it's just unfortunate because in a world that we live in as we are, yeah, uh saying something like that is justified whenever we not in that position in that world. I mean it's kind of hard to fathom. Lizzie was fucked up. I mean, Lizzie, Lizzie yeah. thought Lizzie thought that zombies were were people too, and she was taking them food and and naming them and yeah, trying to that. be their friend and shit. Yeah, and and then she just thought, well, you know what? If I kill my little sister, she'll become a zombie, and I can keep her around as a pet too. <sighs> uh, so she killed her baby sister, and yeah, Carol had no choice but to put a bullet in Lizzie's fucking head. Um, it was a rough rough episode it was it was it was emotional and that, that's what i love about the walking dead is even now season 11 this is their last season dude this show continues to hit you where it hurts the most and the biggest one was the one that made everybody almost well almost everybody stop watching the walking dead was when negan killed glenn i was gonna say that's whenever i stopped would really like that's when i stopped caring i'd stop watching it like a season or two prior but I was yeah. like, if they kill Glenn, I just don't care anymore. And as well, soon see, as I, I heard they killed I Glenn, the I was like, yeah, I don't care. Well, see, I read the books. Mm-hmm. And in the books, Negan killed Glenn. Um, so I was expecting it when, mm-hmm. you know, on, on that episode, that was when I was still married. And my ex-wife is just like all like full of anticipation, wondering who the hell Negan's going to pick. And in my head, I'm going, I already know who the fuck is going to pick. And this is going to mm-hmm. suck. Mm-hmm. Um but we had to wait like a whole season because that that season ended with Negan picking and they didn't show who he picked. So we had to wait like four months for that episode to come on. And uh, when he finally picked and he hit Glenn, uh, I just I hung my head down because I knew it was coming. I look over and my ex-wife is crying. I get on Facebook and people are like, I'm not watching Walking Dead anymore. And I'm yeah. like, look, guys, this this was coming, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, I already knew it was coming. It ain't going to make me stop watching the show. Um, but yeah, I knew it was coming. Now, did but Maggie it, leave at one point and then came back? Yeah, Maggie left, um, came back. And when she came back, she had her little baby Herschel, who looks like little tiny Glenn. He wears Glenn's hat and everything. Uh, so baby it, Herschel, what are you talking about? Well, before Glenn died, Maggie was pregnant. Oh, okay. I couldn't, I didn't remember that. Yeah, so Maggie had the baby, and it was a little boy, and she named it Herschel after her dad. Oh, but he's a, he's a little Asian kid that looks just like Glenn, <laughs> and he wears Glenn's hat like through the whole fucking show. That's cute. Yeah, it's it's adorable, man. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's that's uh, that's how this show rolls, man. Is just it's one thing after another, and it. It is a great show to watch. And I mean, I understand people getting pissed off and stop watching because Glenn died. Because I mean, Glenn been around since the first fucking episode. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of people's underlying favorite behind Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you didn't like if you didn't like Daryl, you probably like Glenn. It it, it usually went Daryl, Rick and then Glenn. Yeah. Um, So if you lose those three, you're going to piss off the majority of your fan base. Right. Um, So when when that happened, they pissed off the majority of the fan base. But 
I kept watching and, and it kept getting greater and greater. And, and once the whispers showed up, it, when the whispers showed up, that show turned into an actual horror show. It was horror scenes. It was dark. It was smoky. It was lightning. It was, it was what a horror movie should be. And that was, that season was when that show actually shined. And most people don't even know it now because they stopped watching after Glenn died. One more question about the walking dead. And we're going to wrap it up here. Okay. Actually, I got, I got one more question about walking dead. Then I got a question about the trailers and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. So is, is little ass kicker. I can't remember her name. Judy. Judith. 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 Is she Judith. still a thing? Judith is still on the show. Um, when Rick left the show. And I say Rick left because Rick didn't die. They're actually going to make a Rick Grimes trilogy movie. Yeah. Um, but he left the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the episode where Rick left, they did a six year time job. Huh. And now now Judith is about 10, 11 years old and she's a little badass. Sick. She's she's got Rick's fucking pistol on her side. She's got Michonne's sword on her back. And she's wearing Carl's fucking cowboy hat. She's a bad little bitch. Because Carl <laughs> died, right? Yeah, Carl's dead. Rip. Yeah, Carl and got bit. What he happened died. to Michonne? Um, Michonne found evidence that Rick was still alive. So she left to go looking for Rick. And that's probably going to lead to the movie. Yes. Okay. But cool. actually... Funny thing you bring it up is today, actually this morning, because every morning I wake up and I check my news feed. Right. While I'm smoking my cigarette before I get ready for work. Right, right. And on my news feed, um, they're actually filming the last few episodes of Walking Dead right now. Mm-hmm. And there was a picture of Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl. Yep. And Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick in Georgia as of yesterday. What the fuck? So Rick and Michonne may show up on this last season of Walking Dead before the movie spin off. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well. All right. Now your question about the trailers. Well, I think it's obvious what mm-hmm. which one you thought think is the better one, and what do you think has the possibility of being the better movie? Um, I'm going all for Doctor Strange. Um, on both yes mm-hmm. um just because of what no way home did when spider-man no way home came out and it had all those characters from all those different spider-man movies from all these different universes and this movie being called dr strange multiverse of madness i got a feeling we're gonna see so many superheroes from so many different marvel movies throughout the past 20 years it's probably gonna blow everybody's fucking mind probably i mean we may even see the original fantastic four in this we may see the new fantastic four in this we may see x-men we may see thor we might see the fucking guardians of the galaxy who knows is who's going to pop up in this fucking movie so that one's going to be the the big fan favorite, in my opinion, just because of how good No Way Home felt. Watching No Way Home and seeing Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire and Alfred Molina and fucking Willem Dafoe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Willem Dafoe rocked that. I think I, I feel like Willem Dafoe carried that movie. Oh, 100 percent. He was yeah, the best. He did. Part. To me, he was the best part. 
Yeah, Willem Dafoe is a fantastic actor, mm-hmm. but the way he did in No Way Home was insane. But I mean, also, you know, Jamie Foxx being in there, Thomas Hayden Church, all those people brought into one movie. It was just cool. And to think that Doctor Strange is going to up that and step up his game and be even bigger than that. I I can't wait to see what they throw at us. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I like I knew. I'm I'm really glad I left that the final one. I'm glad that I brought <laughs> up the Steve one first. Yeah. Because yeah. if I wouldn't have brought up the Steve one first, I would have been like, yeah, I'm dropping this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, you know me, man. You get me on movies and I'm going to take off. That's I'm, what I wanted. I'm going to do my thing. That's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Movies is my thing, dude. I mean. I mean, just when I was growing up, my, my favorite time in my life was every Friday night. My dad took me and my sister to the movies. Right. We'd go to Pizza Hut. Then we go to the movie theater and we'd watch whatever was out that week. That was our weekly fucking tradition. And and now me with my kids every Friday night is movie night. I pull down the projector screen and we watch something new. So, I mean, movies always has a has a soft spot in my heart so yeah you get me on movies dude and i'm just i'm i'm a happy little bastard i'll remember that yeah i think i think the second latter half for a little bit of save the planet will be movie talk yeah movie talk you get me on movies we're good (laughs) (laughs) i can go for days on movies dude (laughs) it felt like you went for days i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. (laughs) i about put keith to sleep no, that that's the sleep aid that I took whenever I thought we weren't doing the podcast. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. unfortunate. Yeah, well, I You're had still that, awake, I'm, I'm still kicking, dude. We still have an after show. We do. What, now, once that after show's kicking, I'll be like, all right, dude, I ain't talking anymore. Peace out in the Zoom call. Get my bed. Get my fat ass to sleep. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I know our after show is 30 minutes. So as soon as we end this one, I'm going to take half my sleeping pill. Mm-hmm. So by the time we're done, I'll be ready to crash. Yeah, dude. Because my doctor did say take it about a half hour before I was ready to crash. Well, that's perfect then. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's a little too early in the week to do the what's going on this weekend. So yeah, I'm yeah. assuming we're going to do two episodes this week, hopefully. I'm assuming that I figured that so, right off the fucking bat. So yeah. So we won't do that this time around. We will do that in the next episode, the end of next episode. As Antonio Banderas would say, not yet. Yet. Not yet. But not I yet. will but I will say as a little advice, um, just from my end, my perspective, what's been going on with me. I've been going through a lot of dark times recently. Um, podcast was supposed to be last Thursday. I didn't do it. Um, and just, it's just been a rough year. I keep on mentioning rough year since my mom passed away and everything. And I just want to, I just want to, as my advice to people listening is just like over, overthinking is tough and Mm. dark times can be really rough. Just hold through and don't be, and don't be a big idiot like I am. And don't be a stubborn idiot like I am. And like, if your doctor tells you something, you better do do it. it. Yeah, because and I don't even know if that's 100 percent the case, but like, but I still need to do it. And I'm just being stubborn, like I mentioned and blah, blah, blah. And 
take take care of yourself is basically all I'm saying. I I've said it any other time whenever I don't have freaking any other advice, but because it's good advice regardless of when you say it or what or whatever. Take care of yourself because you're awesome. No matter who you are, you're awesome. And it bo- it bothers me that I've gotten myself this dark and this big of a rut, but I'm working on it and I'm hoping that this very elongated episode and this after show coming up is kind of an apology to you all and i hope you all enjoy this as much as i've enjoyed being with my buddy j-bomb here and jack jack honestly seriously thank you for being there for me recently hey i'm always here brother you've you've had to hear uh, see me on facebook messenger just like going (coughs) crazy because i felt like recently i've just been going nuts and I mean, as far as advice goes from my end to add on to what you have, mm-hmm. um, you know, I haven't talked about it a lot on here and I'm not going to talk about it now, but right. I've, I've been through my shit as well. Um, I'm just, I'm just a little better at hiding it. Um, but you know, a lot of the issues that I've dealt with and um the best thing, I, best piece of advice I can say is live for the moment. Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, if you, if you let yourself get so enthralled in one thing and that's all you think about, it will drive you insane. Um, so really just live each day like it might be your last and enjoy it as much as you can. Don't stress the things you cannot fix and, and just do everything you can to make yourself happy and enjoy your life because in the end it's yours and it don't belong to anybody else. It's your life and it's in your control to, to, to do whatever you do with it. So yeah, that's, that's my advice. Excellent. Thank you. All right, so go ahead and wrap us up, and I will talk more about stuff like that in the after show. Sweet. All sucks right. That, it sucks that that was kind of a sad way to end it. So let's, <laughs> let's try to give it more upbeat, like sad in a, in a nice way, but still also fuck you. It wasn't. It wasn't sad. It was genuine. God it was damn it. genuine. Okay. It was. Fine. It was genuine. We're, we're not used to being genuine. I just felt awkward. Yeah, we're used to being crazy and stupid. Yeah, so fuck you anyways. We we went all heartfelt and shit, so yeah, I'll just weird. Say, fuck all that bullshit. We yeah, were full of shit. Fuck everything. <laughs> Take us out. Anarchy away, in the UK. Anarchy. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I, I enjoyed myself. Um, great. It was. It was great because Keith got me talking about movies, which is something I actually know about. Um, and video games, which is also something I know a little bit about. So, yeah, this one was fun. I like this movie. I'd like to keep this kind of train rolling for every episode. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Stick around for the after show. It's going to be just as fucking crazy, probably crazier. Um, but, yeah, we will talk to you hopefully later on this week. Um, And until then, stay metal.